0: 701, good morning. It's the podcast edition of the morning reboot. Jeffy McGee will join us later. Um Kevin Bacon is the theme for the trailer game.
1: Mmm, delicious.
0: I had bacon for dinner last night. Well, bacon on my salad, so <laughs> um my sincere apologies that we missed yesterday. That one's, uh, that one's all on me. And if I was snarkier than usual to you, um, I apologize. And, uh, that, 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 to, to anybody, I was, I was feeling it yesterday. I was, I was on one. I was back on my, yeah.
1: So Don't I, feel bad. Cause when you sent me that text message, I legit was like, thank you, Beyonce Christ superstar. Cause I don't know if you know Probably not Because you don't do anything On the weekend I fell off stage Saturday <laughs> Hard And my knee and ankle Is Messed Up Like I, I've taken a half a day At work today Because it's still swollen And I'm still like I waddle naturally But like now my waddle Is like I look like a pirate <laughs> Like it's like My pig leg You are so yeah.
0: you icing it Or have you Popping um, So I did
1: the ibuprofen. I did ice it. I honestly don't think ice does anything, but I'm much like a flat earther. I'm kind of like, I'm not an ice believer, but I do it anyway just because it's protocol. But I've been using BioFreeze.
0: Yeah, it should take some of the pain away. It
1: takes some of the pain away, but then I wear like my my ankle brace. Like if it hurts, because I'm off for the next three days, possibly four, if it doesn't stop hurting after like my measly three-hour shift today, I'm going to go to, like, Urgent Care tomorrow and be like, what's wrong with my foot? Like, I can put pressure on it. I think it's just tender. Because, like I said, I fell off the stage hard. Is there any like, was like No, uh, but there's pictures right before it happened. But, like, uh, my heel hit clip the stair, and, like, I felt myself falling. So, like, I caught myself on my other foot. And, of course, I put all the weight on the foot that rolled. So it's just like I fell but caught myself but I kept having to, to do my numbers. So it was like adding insult to injury. Like I didn't feel the pain because the adrenaline kicked in until I took the heel off. And I, I just saw like how puffy it was. I was like, Oh, well that's going to be fun in the morning. And I had to work an eight and a half hour shift the next day, which did not make it any better. So yeah, for stuff like that, when you gave me the call Monday. I was like, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Cause I'm just going to sleep all day. Thank you
0: for, um, uh... For stuff like that, you, the the rice protocol usually is the is the go to. So, have you ever heard of rice,
1: rest? Is it one of them? Elevate?
0: <laughs> yeah, rest, ice, compression, elevation.
1: Yeah. So I did all except elevate.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully, uh, it will heal with some time off. But yeah, stick with the ice because the ice will bring the swelling down, and um can help you get back to where you need to be. No. Um, I guess part of the reason for yesterday was so I I. this is what happens when I get out of my routine so I was out Thursday night for a, a little bit before you absconded with Juliana and Faye late into the night and then <laughs> the next night I was also out I had an impromptu date kind of that I can't talk much about because I'm still trying to process it but I did get get to go to a restaurant that I wanted to try for a while now, and it was it was everything I had. I had two great meals last week. One at Souk, and then this was at Benchmark at Levis Commons. Mm-hmm. But I was still trying to process what the hell happened. I was like, uh, what's the word? I was stunned, like a boxer. I was stunned, like a boxer. You're flabbergasted. Yeah. So um, maybe that'll arise again, but but all good. And and up to roll today. And if we could, have you been on your Twitter so far? Mm-mm. Let me st- and I. Social media been making me angry the past four days. You might, I've been limiting it a
1: lot. Like I saw what happened with the a certain market this morning. And yeah, I was like, we, oh hell.
0: We can get to that because that that thing actually wrapped up. That was like a whirlwind yesterday. I saw it. I caught up with it quickly, and then by the time you know, it started to really get agonizing. It it chilled out, and it it's over now. Um. But you might have seen this before you went to bed. SpongeBob the movie is coming to VOD.
1: I did not see that.
0: Yeah, on August seventh. It will not be released in theaters. It's going straight to, to video on demand. So wherever you you buy or rent movies, Amazon, anywhere else online on, on your Nintendo, I, I think you can do it. Um yeah, it, it'll be VOD. So probably twenty or twenty five bucks for for August seventh for your Spongebob movie. Do you get to keep it? It's a good question. I don't think like, so. I'll
1: buy it if we get to keep it. I think you... Like, I, I think actually I, own all the other Spongebob movies on DVD. Even though they're not the greatest, I'm the fan who I, like thinks he can do no wrong.
0: I think you can only um, stream these, as in rent them for now. Um, for $25? Yeah. I can wait for it to be released. Well, well that that's, that's the thing with all these, and I want to see how this, this model goes moving forward. And I get... The idea of it for somebody like you or me, um, that's too much to just see a movie because when we go, you know, sometimes if we like if we went and then when we went to see the Joker, it was not a normal evening fee, it was like eight or ten bucks. Mm -hmm. So, why would you spend twice that to see a movie in your own home on a much smaller screen? But for other people who like to watch movies with people, if you've got two or three people over, it makes spending twenty dollars worth it, right. So, that's that, and um, I don't have much more detail about it than that, um, but let's stay with the movie thing, and then we'll come back to the Monet's thing. So, nerd alert! I am passively very excited about this Michael Keaton stuff.
1: I know. It inspired me to make my tattoo appointment last night. <laughs> But, yeah, I'm excited, too. He's the only hes the only Batman we need. He's your favorite Batman ever. Do you still have the action figure I got you? I do, and, they, and actually, the useless information, the only two movies, Batman movies I own, are Batman and Batman Returns.
0: So, let me, I'll try to, I, I will try to explain this without being super nerd like we're presenting Toledo Comic-Con here. So, Michael Keaton is coming back to play the role of Batman, and I'm. This was all rumor, and then it all kind of coalesced last night. So I'm going to say that th- th- some some shape of this will happen. Michael Keaton, you know the Batman that so many people grew up with. You and I, 1989, and then I forget it was was Batman Returns. That was the second one.
1: Yeah, wasn't that the like Penguin? 92?
0: Yeah, 91 or 92. So he was those, and then um, he was signed on for the third one, Batman Forever. But when Tim Burton bailed, and we have to come back to that for a minute, because there's news there, too. When Tim Burton was no longer part of the project, he stepped away. Val Kilmer became Batman. So What was that about? (laughs) Michael Keaton is going to come back to play the role of an older Batman, where we find out what he's been doing for the last 30 years in this long-discussed Flash movie starring Ezra Miller, who is in the Justice League movie. And I'm still waiting to find out what happened with that, that video where he punched a girl out, whether it was a prank or what. And this is a, a very popular comic book storyline from about 10 years ago. And I think it's the best Warner Brothers DC move in a long time. They're basically going to erase the, uh, the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. And it allows them to incorporate some other things. All these, these hopefully, not too confusing multiverse ideas and I'm hoping that it gives us some kind of take on Batman Beyond which was a very popular animated show where an old Bruce Wayne uh, has an apprentice named I think it's Terry McGinnis and it's a future Mm -hmm. Batman I know a lot of people like that
1: I only know Batman Beyond because he has longer pointy ears
0: yeah and a very dark costume
1: and a red bat
0: yes symbol. So it's it's exciting stuff. But to loop this back around, it's fascinating to me that Mike that this Michael Keaton news came to light the same day Joel Schumacher died. Uh, he he is arguably the only person to ever kill Batman. Um, I was doing so he did. Is that why everyone was posting
1: poison ivy gifts yesterday? Yeah. Oh, I was like, because I, I was on the internet for a little bit. I was like, I don't get it. So he like did, Joe, like was like Joe Schumacher, and then they put post, post Uma Thurman as poison ivy. I'm like, oh, he must have done something ignorant in Hollywood. And then I was like, <laughs> yeah, he oh. died. And, he, and you just told I was t- I was right now years old when I found out he died. I what?
0: Like, I have something else for you that I, I'm not even today years old. I'm like like 20, 22 years old because I didn't know this. Like it w- it was a day where this. Very, uh, what's the word, serendipitously all came together for, for good and bad. So, again, Keaton stepped away from Batman because he wanted to work with Tim Burton, not Joel Schumacher, who, again, mm. probably killed Batman. I, I did the math. Um, I think, so, there was Batman Forever, and then there was Batman Which
1: is, and, which is the one with Two-Face and the Riddler, because I like yeah. that
0: one. Yeah, me too. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey, and then there was Batman and Robin in 97... Um, oh,
1: that's where they introduced Batgirl. We were like, ugh, no, get out of here, Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone,
0: Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger is is Mr. Freeze um, with all the bad, campy quotes in mm. that movie. And I look back at it all these years later, and yes, they were really campy and corny, but I can appreciate them for kind of like how we can both go, we can see the good parts of the Daredevil movie.
1: Yeah, the whole movie. I but, get it
0: since 19 since 1980 <laughs> since 1989 when we when we as when we started getting batman movies the longest gap without a batman movie is from when Joel Schumacher killed the character from making it too campy N- mm-hmm. ni- 1997 to Christopher Nolan's 2005 8 years without a batman movie and then Christopher Nolan resurrected it with the the great Christian Bale take here, here's something I did not know about Joel Schumacher. He was openly gay. Oh, really? Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> I didn't. I don't even know what he looked
1: like. Let me Google him. Yeah, he, he, he's, he passed well, away too late now. I can't be looking at a dead
0: man, but pa- I'll Google him. passed away <laughs> at 80 years old. He had been battling cancer for some time, and I had no idea that he had long been openly out um, and sure Hollywood might be a little bit more accepting of that, but you think back all those years ago to be someone who is not a straight white male. Um, that's, that's quite a mountain he climbed and that's, that's quite an honor for who and what he was and all he accomplished.
1: Oh, he was old. That's a good life. Did you, you saw what other stuff? Did he do? Did he just do that? He had the Joe Schumacher school. He correct? did some
0: very big movies. Um, the Lost Boys, I think, um. he was a, a, a big, pot, like, he wasn't Spielberg or Lucas, but he was certainly like an A-list Hollywood director and producer. I mean, you don't get oh. Batman by being a, a, schm- a schlub.
1: R.I.P. I didn't know. Well, I didn't know he was gay either. He wasn't yeah. on the email.
0: <laughs> to go back, t- so you saw that Ian Holm died. You you know him, right?
1: Who the hell Ian Hull? What the hell have I been doing for the past 48 hours? This now was, I have to go back and Google this. This Ian was Friday,
0: Hull. and he was a legendary British actor. He was an alien. Oh, he was
1: the Hobbit. He's a little yes. Hobbit man. Yeah, and yeah. You,
0: there's another movie that I know we both love. He played a major role in. Did you find it yet? No, I'm looking at him now. Wait,
1: maybe that's not the same guy. Yeah, that's my Frodo Baggins. That's the that's bag of Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. Um no. What else did he play? In? He
0: played the the skittish religious guy in Fifth in Fifth Element.
1: We have this conversation.
0: I've never seen Fifth Element.
1: What? Like I just know the gifts of Oh, not Uma Thurman. She looks like Uma Thurman. Uh,
0: I forget the Mila Jovovich.
1: Yes, and um, Chris Tucker. Yeah, I've never yeah. actually seen it all the way through.
0: You okay? You've got to watch it. But Ian Ian Holm was in in that, and I was I didn't know his name i didn't know the actor's name until i looked up pictures so you know how when you look when you look things up like this um you see people in their best work it's like somebody mm-hmm. scrubs the internet of like their deathbed photos Have, can you pull can you do a quick google image search of of ian holm i did did you see the one picture
1: um no it's just his imd or his wikipedia picture
0: all right, there's one I came across. Like his people or somebody didn't do a good job of scrubbing this picture off the internet. Uh it's a bad so is he sick? Well, he was old. So Oh, the one with him with the scarf on?
1: Yes. Oh yes, that's the first picture. <laughs> He's bloated. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Like now that's gonna be my final my final snapshot of him as opposed to all these other great distinguished photos. Somebody somebody's gotta get that off the internet. I don't want to remember do all him British like that. British people's teeth turn that color. And and the 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 this, look, we're all gonna look like that when we die. But our pictures but don't now, have to be on the internet.
1: But like but all British people when they hit a certain age, their teeth look like that. Someone should warn Philip.
0: <laughs> and and the skin discoloration, it's just ugh, it's it's grisly. Mm. He was an attractive
1: man when he was younger, though. Absol- Did you see the alien photo? Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at him now. Going down the rabbit hole. R.I.P. Was he family, too?
0: You know what? I bet he was. Oh. Look
1: at us. We're everywhere. You can't get rid of us. For real.
0: <laughs> so, I watched this Monette's thing unfold yesterday in, in real time. And the short version is um, the guy that owns the Reynolds location... Said he's tired of seeing Black Lives Matter and white, white privilege stuff. Uh, the cops are, are killers, and it it wasn't it was it was not good. But I've seen worse. But then other people posted pictures from his page saying him saying yes, defund the police. That way, I have target practice, and that just made everything like. Ew! Clear. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh uh, yeah, because I read the initial post, and you know, me being a black man, I was kind of like, eh. I don't so, go to Monette's anyway, so I was like, "I'm not calling for a cancellation." That's ignorant, but then now that you said, that he said something like that, boy, we can get our cucumbers somewhere
0: else. Well,
1: idiots. I, these idiots! Why do Why do they keep talking?
0: I know, I know. <laughs> Just shut up. I was I was troubled because you know I'm at Monette's like twice a week at least the Glendale one, mm-hmm. and. I I saw people talking about it, and then I saw the apology because I follow the Glendale Monets on Facebook. They were saying, "Hey, look, we're independently owned. It's the same name, but we don't agree with any of this." Blah, and they were very detailed and very clear. And then there's another Monets on Secor. They said the same thing, and then this thing just went like like fire through the afternoon. So that guy's wife, Jessica Monet, um. Oh,
1: that—that's actually their
0: last name. Yes. Yeah. Oh it, well,
1: that's well, that's unfortunate. This <laughs> guy,
0: yeah, this guy bought it or sold it. His dad sold it to him, and it's just been passed through the family. And um, so Jessica Monet. This is Thursday at ten fifteen, and this this post is down now. And I don't want to take a shot at anybody's intelligence, and me by just saying that takes a shot. At, so I'll get to what she wrote in a second, but. It was, oh, at, it was in the mid-50 comments, and more and more were coming by the moment as she was trying to poorly explain what she meant. And more and more people were trying to, to just sit. So eventually it got deleted. Um, but the post was, so a WTOL article, Celebrate Black Fathers at Free Community Event on Father's Day. It is a black father helping his black son on a bike. Friendly photo. Celebrate Black Fathers at a free community event on Father's Day. And look, and this is where my shot at someone's intelligence comes in. One, for not being able to word something better, and two, I'm so
1: nervous for you for her right now. I'm just like, and it's and, already happened, so I'm just like, oh. And for
0: being tone deaf. So it's a very harmless article. Her uh, headline. Her. Comment is WTF LOL this world man? That was a comment on the, the that she posted this WTOL article. Her mm-hmm. Facebook post with that article says W T O F LOL this world man. <laughs> Made
1: me scratch my head like in real life. Okay, um I don't you know maybe I have first time I am speechless. I don't what what was what, the point of it?
0: Right. Like they can't like,
1: girl, like move along. Look you have bigger fish to fry than the word uh, Why did here's I remember I remember back in the day when and this goes for black people too and Asians and Native American folks, anyone of like any different nationality, background. I just remember like when you just had something ignorant to say, you kept that shit to yourself and like you know I mean? you just you just you just kinda thought it in your head and moved along. Like I'm happy these people are outing themselves essentially, but like that she that post right there added fuel to a fire. She didn't even have to do that. Right. Like girl, hush. Just just and I hate this saying, like, I, I think it's degrading to tell some of this, but just shut up. Like, absolutely, just, sh- if you, if you think, well, they're not thinking, like,
0: no, they are to, thinking, and this is all that like, like they're like, capable well, of. Like,
1: like I, there's many times I've written something, read it out loud, I'm like, hmm, I can see how this could be misinterpreted, and I delete it. Or, you know what, you and your husband in hot water anyway. Send a screenshot of the article. Send that to him and be like, WTF? This world, man. And he's going to be like, ha I know, right? Like, share it between your inner circle. You know, the, a lot of these people, they're not going to survive to 2021 just because they're being vocal on social media.
0: Somebody put That's on... the thing about
1: social media. You can dissect anything on social media because it's freaking font. You know what I mean? It, you could read it. You could post something like, oh, it's such a lovely day outside. I could interpret that as, oh, it's such a lovely day outside. Or someone else could be like, oh, such a – Like, there's so many interpretations when you post something on social media. Like You've got to be clear. And especially with your spouse or husband posting something earlier in the day, like, we already have the tone of what he says. No offense. That's going to be guilty association on your part no matter what you update. Like, I am like, mm, okay, girl. These people are stupid. Oh, the, too early they, they, in the morning to be so mad at people, but I am.
0: They, they really are. I mean, there, there's no other... You're right. You would be a, a racist, hateful idiot. Fine. Keep it to yourself. Um, Don't put it out there. It, it was... But people don't think. Maybe just, just because they're not that bright. One of the first comments I saw, and I don't know if it was on the person who was talking about this and got this thing going, it probably was there, <laughs> but uh, they said, I hope your place has insurance. <laughs>
1: Oh, girl. Also, here's the other thing. Let's put the side. Let's just say you're a business owner. Let's take away race, sex, sexual orientation. If you post something, just know that once you hit send or update, there is someone out there screenshotting it anyway. Whether you – just like you said, I'll go back to you. Maybe it's a lovely day outside. I'm going to screenshot that. That's going to come back to play at some point. So, like, deleting a post and then putting your apology, because, like, I saw, I didn't see the initial post. The reason how I saw it is because everyone and their freaking mother had the screenshot. So just be aware. Even if you post a selfie with your child, just be prepared that someone out there is screenshotting it. No matter how positive or how negative it is, someone out there is going to use something against you in the long run. I, oh these people and these are grown and, and like and these are grown adults that's what boggles my mind like these are grown people who I, I would assume had some education was raised a certain way um logical thinking you're running a business like come on it's another this is like it's stupid it,
0: it, yeah there's a lot of lack of thought and i can only imagine just a, a lack of awareness and intelligence but whatever and I hate saying that because I don't want to call anybody stupid but there's really no other way to to put this and it's another example of how you can't separate your public and private or professional persona um and that ties back to uh to Todd up in Bedford and just one <laughs> quick thing about this there were some stories about him yesterday there was a, a I guess a board vote 5 to 2 to have him censured or punished and one vote was his the other vote was from a a D janny um <laughs> and and D said or I guess we just all got to throw our phones away so we're not offended all the time Emma told me and somebody else told me do you know who D Janney is I do his mom <laughs> right which doesn't make
1: this so
0: I Ma just, it's Mom right? You're not letting it's me like, post
1: memes. It's like it's like when I was younger and I'd be like didn't want to go to work. I'm like, mom, You should call out for me and say I'm sick because you're my mom and because like they can't really fight with you. Like that's the mentality, but like I'ma say it. I'm so uh, please forgive me. And you could you could save this for later. You can actually make this the title of the podcast. Is his name Todd? Yeah. All right, so Todd, when you vote for yourself to stay on board or whatever you're doing, and then have your mom back you up, that's a little dick energy. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there. Like, it's kind of like, like how, <laughs> you're a grown man who also owns a business.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: come on now. That's L.
0: I know, I know. To go back to wrap up the Monette's thing, Again, this thing was a whirlwind yesterday, and it, it's a, it's a dead issue now. Um, the guy, so I don't, I think he stepped down from his role at at that location. He, he had to. I mean, people might go um, vandalize it. And I hope not. Is that the
1: place where you just get the marshmallows too? Uh,
0: they do sell them there uh, at the one that Let's I go to in Glendale. Farm? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you bastard! So he he apologized, and I got to give him half credit for the apology. Whether it's genuine or authentic, I don't know. Whether this will be like an awakening for him, like the Rossford police officer. Look, I, I want everybody to try to be a better person. Like I say, you know, I want to be a little bit better person when I go to sleep than when I woke up. And I hope that he has, he has learned a lesson. And while he might have been hateful and ignorant before, maybe this was his his awakening. Um, And I don't know if the, the, the apology was authentic or not. But at least he didn't say. His apology was not. I'm sorry if what I said offended you because that, that pushes off. Like that's not a, that's not an right. honest. That, in- that, t- that,
1: that's like, I said what I said, but if you got mad about it, eh, my bad. Right. Right. <laughs> you,
0: the, uh, I will help if I, I'm, you can hire me as your PR firm. I will help you with some crisis, but the way to correctly apologize, take it for somebody. I've apologized a lot. Um, I am sorry for what I said. I am sorry for my actions. I've seen the error in my ways. I will not allow this to happen again. Not, I'm sorry if you were offended by what, it's become pretty common among apologies these days and it's bullshit. It's not authentic. There's no integrity to it. But he. So he didn't do that. So I give him some credit.
1: I I, I read his initial post and I'm just like, eh. But like, in the same vein, you're like, I'm tired of white privilege, but then you use your privilege to make this post. I was like, boy, this is fine. Like, if, I didn't, I didn't even think it warrant apology. I was just like, just 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 hush. It's fine. Move along, little pony step down. You did what you did. You said what you said. Your wife backed you up with some you nonsense that wasn't even relevant. But I was like, okay. But if if it if it seems genuine, I, I and I'm the one of those people and I posted I made a post the other day. I'm very anti k um, and I I'm very vocal about this and people get mad at me about it. I don't care. I said what I said. I meant what I meant. And you know this about me. I'm very anti cancel culture because I think educating someone in their inner demons about racism is a lot more powerful than just chopping them off at the head because racism is a taught and learned trait. So I feel like if it is taught, it can be erased in a way, yep. but like more like you know not not necessarily erased because like there's stuff that I grew up on that I believe that I know other people don't. But like I'm tolerable. I know not to bring that certain stuff up because I've been educated to be like, hey, Chad and I have different views on stuff, but Chad is still a good person, whether we have different beliefs or not. So, like, I think this could be a learning moment for him, especially as an adult moving forward. But the damage has been done from what I've seen on my social media feed. And like I said, I wasn't following it. I did my little crash course this morning the 45 minutes before I joined the podcast, just scrolling through and putting two and two together. And I was like, ooh, it's on news outlets. Ooh, there's a Blade article. Ooh, there's screenshots. Uh-oh. So, yeah. But like I, like I said, it's it, it, this could be an eye-opening experience for someone like this who probably in his brain didn't think it would come off the way it did. And look at how it backfired and literally rolled down a hill into this pile of dookies.
0: Um, some fun things. Now we get all that stuff out of the way. Uh, I was I went to the mall yesterday. I was in the mall and I came looking for you. But there was a black girl with pink hair. Oh, <gasps> that's my Caleb. Yeah, I saw her working. I didn't see you, but I was I was in there um, looking for stuff. And uh, it, it was my first time in the mall. You've seen this. I would suggest, and you can help me out here. Uh, if you've got mall stuff to do, granted, you know schools are out. I was there yesterday, one o'clock, I guess. Um, schools out. Oh, you Pe- went at
1: peak time.
0: Do your mall stuff during the week because there were some people waiting in lines to get in stores because there's only a certain amount of people allowed in stores, and the Apple mm-hmm. Store had twenty people waiting with some security people outside.
1: So- to help you with that, you have to make a reservation for the Apple Store online. For sure. So, like, no, like, and I know a lot of people just show up in line. But, like, there's literally people out there with iPads. And they're scheduling for you to come back, like, the next day. So, like, I, because I told someone, they're like, oh, I'm going to come the mall. I have to go to the Apple Store. I said, did you make an appointment? They're like, what? I go, yeah, it's like a doctor's office now. You have to make an appointment. And I think if you're getting something repaired, you're dropping it off. And you have to come back and get it. If you're buying something, I think they're giving everyone like a 20 minute time limit. Um, let's see, because I work in the mall. And I, know, I know Jimmy Jazz is letting only like five people in at a time. Yeah. Along with Spencer's, and you have to have a mask in certain stores. Yep. So, like, it, it, it's, it's a process. So, like, I always tell people if you're going to go to the mall, do a quick Google search of what's open, because not all the stores are open yet. Do a quick Google search, see what the maximum capacity is. And also, most stores have limited hours. So, like, Penny's. It's going to start going from 11 to 7, which I don't understand. It's so stupid because they want their money-hungry corporation. Woo! I'm probably going to lose my job if someone heard of that, but whatever. But, like, so Torrid is only open from noon to 6, even though the mall's open till 7. So definitely do your research because a lot of pla- – some places close at 5, 6, and some are actually the full 7. It, it's confusing, but, like – it's cool. And also, Fallen Timbers is open, so if you guys don't want to go to Franklin Park, go there. That's what that's what I'm telling people. Stop coming to Franklin Park Ball. We're tired of seeing your faces. Yeah, there was a
0: there was a line for Foot Locker, obviously the Apple Store. Um, G- Jimmy Jazz, is right, for as big as, as that story is, they, there was a line for that one, and, and there were not Only many people in there. five
1: people. At a time. Oh, and also, just to help you, we're counting children. So, if they... Eric shows up with his three little ones and you are there with two of your family, me- three of your family members, they're only allowing two of you to go in. Like, that's the same thing as the four. Our maximum capacity is eight and we have to count children. Like, so it, it sucks for, like that family who comes in, like the mom, the dad, and like the other day we had mom, dad, three kids. That's half our capacity already. And the woman at the front, at the entrance did not understand She's like the kids aren't even buying anything. I was just like, okay, ma'am, but you have to wait. I don't want to be a viral video because I will push you away, not physically, but like forcefully, like with the force.
0: I was surprised. There was one store that I walked by that was clo- oh, uh, uh, Aldi, Aldi, yeah, Aldo, Aldo. Aldo. Uh, yeah. They they were closed. I get it. Uh, you don't want to be trying on other th- other people's things. I'm surprised that it stores. And this is where. Like you go back to people had so many questions about how come this is open but not that it's weird. that, Yes, you can shop and yes, you can try something on even though you may be infected with the virus. And after you realize it doesn't fit, you can put it back on the rack. Um, but whatever, uh, the hats—it's it, so confusing. The hat store was open. Lids finally open. Yeah, I, maybe yesterday oh, was they- their maybe yesterday was their first day.
1: Okay, yeah, no, they haven't been open at all. It had to be yesterday was their first day there, because I worked randomly, and I worked again this Saturday, Sunday. I hate working Sundays. It's, like, just not my day. I don't get in a routine. I'm just there through the motions. If you come to Sephora and JC Finney on a Sunday, just expect me to have an attitude, because I don't like working I don't like working Sundays! It's a whole different vibe. It's kind of like Sunday morning tea like Sunday TV, it was never up to par with like the rest of the week TV. It's it's just a whole different atmosphere. Hey dumpster, um, <laughs> it's Tuesday. I just, I just don't. I, but I well that um the building behind us. I'm in my bedroom. The whatever. Oh, can I bit, bitch about something for a second? Yeah. Can move on. Yeah. Um, I don't know who it is, and I don't want to be that neighbor. But someone keeps setting off fireworks till two in the morning. And I'll be trying to sleep. And I am also 37. I believe that is a mature age to call the cops on a neighbor. And if it happens again, I may have to do that. I
0: got to read something to you, okay? Okay. So apparently this is this is a thing. Um, Hold on. I have to pull. I've shared this article with a couple of people already. T- tell me more how often and how late you've heard the fireworks.
1: Okay, so it happens, and we are, a, a, my part of the Old West End, we're kind of like, think of like New England, we're all kind of condensed together, we're a lot closer than the rest of the Old West Enders, so like, it'll start like around 8.30, but it's like, periodically, it's not like, you know the downtown far like, pop, 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 so it'll be like one at 8.30, a few more at 8.45, a few more at 9, Nothing. It'll start back up again at like 10.30. 10.45. And then last night, it was like 1 at midnight. And I was like, okay, this is stupid. So they were done. Fucking, excuse my language, sorry people. Whenever I made my late night post, one fifty, they set off the big M80 explosions. There was like three of them. Just pow, pow, pow. Not like... You woke me up out of a dead sleep. That's fine. But my next door neighbor has like two cats, a dog. Um, my downstairs neighbor has a dog. And the guy next door who I always bitch about, who has like the EMT his apartment every week, is like 85. Like what the hell are you doing so at is, 2 o'clock in the morning? It, is it and more, it's not.
0: Is it more or less than in years past when you've lived there?
1: Oh, it's more. And okay. I, I lived here for two years, and we last year no fireworks at all. Hand to Todd on on my nephew' kneecap. Like there so, was no fireworks last right, year. Let, I promise you.
0: Let me give you this because I've I've not noticed it where I live, but I've seen other people saying, like wondering what's going on. So, put your tinfoil hat on. Okay, I'm going to give you the, <laughs> I'm going to give you the, Here we go. I'm going to give you the tin foil first. Now, also, uh there were like 3 shooting deaths this morning and I don't know if you've noticed, but it has been a very violent summer so far. Like everybody was cooped up, now they're out and people are getting shot and there's fires and it is it I And we started the year off so good. Remember I, we did not have any like murders for a month? Well, remember we were all we were locked down for a lot of it. It was winter time, but it's been a it's been a bloody violent warm weather season. So, Robert Jones Jr., a writer whose debut novel, The Prophets, is scheduled for release in January, has offered what's probably the most detailed version of the conspiratorial account of the fireworks surge. My neighbors and I believe that this is part of a coordinated attack on black and brown communities by government forces, he tweeted, an attack meant to disorient and destabilize the Black Lives Matter movement. In his view, the fireworks are part of a two-pronged effort to promote sleep deprivation and desensitization desensitization to explosive no- noises in urban minority neighborhoods. He goes on to posit, there is no way in the world that young black and brown people would otherwise have access to these professional fireworks. Who is this man? <laughs> He's
1: uh, a fucking idiot because growing up, my, my uncle Ralph always had like these fireworks. Like it, it is not nothing new. This is so stupid. This, this is what we like to call in the community, Sis, you're reaching. You're reaching so hard. Like growing up, there were fireworks all the way around. Like I remember, we used to drive out to like the country, and like my family would put on our like, own firework display, or like you could see in the distance, like on the east side, because I live close to down, I mean, downtown essentially. You could see the fireworks in communities doing their own thing. This is not. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. I'm not. I'm so taking the, the tinfoil off. This is.
0: Oh, Hush. All right, put it. <laughs> so mad. Take uh. the take the tin foil and wrap your lunch in it, because now we can move on to the more plausible things. One, I mean, the, the shootings and other things, and for for months now, people have been bored. We still can't do everything we'd like to do in the way that we'd like to do it. So, light off fireworks. But here's something far more plausible. It's also in the article that I just sent you. My new theory on the great fireworks mystery of 2020, the mass cancellation of 4th of July celebrations, has flooded the black market with professional great fireworks, normally inaccessible to most of us. That makes far more sense.
1: That makes way more sense than saying we're trying to desensitize (laughs) black people. Because I'm telling you, um, because if that's the case, who's this man? Uh, what's and his... He probably, run, he probably runs the call. That doesn't matter what his name Robert is. Jones, the...
0: Robert Jones Jr. and his Twitter is son of Baldwin.
1: Of course it is. Okay, anyways. So, but like, the Old End is a predominantly white neighborhood. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I lived here for two years. Like, we're... We could say we're a mixed community, but it's predominantly Caucasian. So, like, mm-mm. <laughs> that first theory just—it made me go cross-eyed. It made me look. It made me look deep in my soul, not to call him something real ignorant, because I was like, "That's just you're its just a stretch, your reach," and like, you're also just using a movement to like push this agenda that doesn't even make
0: sense. Um, our good friend Jeffy McGee is here with us. Hi, Jeff. Good morning. Good morning. Are you
2: hearing your usual unfortunate uh, echo in the background and so forth from yourself? Yes. yes. I'm sorry. I tr- I'm trying. I hear nothing. Yeah, I, I'm trying new things. I'm trying to make sure that that gets cut down, but it's not working. And uh, I, I even tried jumping on my phone here that first time around. So, so if you're still having issues, I don't know what else I can do.
0: Can you maybe dial your volume down a little bit? Because you're you're peaking my meters here. Uh, let me do it this <laughs> that's way. What said. Yeah, you're peeking yeah, the meters. Uh, Floyd, let me give you a. Uh, did any? There's been some weird stories lately. Has in? Is everybody up to speed on this dust cloud that's coming? No, there no. There is a very dust. Cl- there, yeah, yeah. everybody, get out your bingo cards for 2020. There is a dust cloud that's blowing across the ocean from Africa. <laughs> and, <laughs>
1: It, Payback. it it will uh, yeah, exactly it,
0: it it will actually create not chaos but a lot of uh, neat sunsets and sunrises. Now there's also uh, a Stonehenge uh, story. They um, they the, the archaeologists have found something there. But I enjoyed this. Uh, the 13 year old in me enjoyed this. Oh, the Arche-
1: Heron desert yeah yeah it's the dust yeah so the
0: stonehenge thing and maybe we can have philip our our london correspondent go check this out but (laughs) the headline is archaeologists archaeologists find massive ring of ancient shafts close to stonehenge and i just i just like reading about ancient shafts (laughs) like a cock ring (laughs) that could be it yes (laughs)
2: I prefer to think of it like a giant uh, Richard Roundtree uh, uh, memorial. Being it's not really a memorial because the do so a lot. That's alive, funny. Like, you know, nothing. Uh, but Isaac Hayes. Let's put it that way. Isaac Hayes all over the place. So. <laughs>
0: 2020, man. I, I, you know, the first four months, I wasn't buying it, but now, two two months deeper into it, I am all about that 2020 apocalypse, apocalypse <laughs> bingo card.
1: Uh, Jeff- I mean, do you think New Year's on New Year's Eve, 2020? they go to church 2021 we'll all just come out of our house and be like we survived
2: well the, the, let, let's not fix it to only 2020 the you know let's see what the world is going to be like in terms of like <laughs> trying you know let, let, let's say that the, that uh, all things considered 2020 is just a intense thing the one thing i loved that somebody met uh there was a, a meme where somebody said hey does anybody remember the Murder Hornets? What happened with that? And somebody said, that was just a one off site episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no.
0: Bottle episode. Hey, Jeff, <laughs> now I need you to turn yourself up just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: all right. Uh, I'm trying. I, I'm now fiddling you're good. with the. Okay, I'm fiddling with good. the position of my microphone. So I. My face.
0: I had not read any of these stories, but I see that there's a Kevin Bacon movie coming. There's a brand
2: new Kevin Bacon movie that is available right now on Video On Demand entitled You Should Have Left, which is a horror movie about a haunted house with Mr. Bacon, and just like everything this year, was originally slated for a theatrical release, and it has now been released on VOD, so if you want to check it out, that is this week's uh, movie du jour. And it put me in mind of the career of Mr. Bacon, who has been around for over four decades now. I mean, if you think about it, some of his, his his earliest film that I can recall uh, was uh, Animal House in 1978. Do you, do you remember him in Animal House? He was one of the pledges. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Um, he was that guy. So, uh, but uh, um, uh, so we're going to take a, a nice look back at the career of Mr. Bacon in this year's, and probably this year's, this week's trailer game uh, with little bits of snippets from his career, or as I like to think of them, Bacon bits. So we're <laughs> going to. Thank you. So, um, how familiar are you with uh, Kevin Bacon, Floyd? Do you think you have a chance this week?
0: (laughs) No. All
2: right. Well, you say that. (laughs) You say that. But I went out of my way to include at least a couple on here that I think you would be familiar with. So we will have to see. I'm ready.
1: I think I've seen like three Kevin Bacon movies, but I'm I'm ready.
2: All right. Well, you, you've probably seen him in more. Because, I mean, there's a reason the game exists. That ultimately, he's been in so much, in such a cross section of Hollywood, that a lot of movies you forget that he was in uh, are, you know, you know, iconic in their own right. So we tried to cover as many of them as I could here. So, whenever you are ready, uh, this won't take long. Number one, please. <laughs> Eric. Boy, go ahead. Go ahead. Eric went got it first. Footloose. He's a new kid. That is Footloose. Yeah, we had to. We had to go ahead and include Footloose. And the movie. And the trailer has that damn song through the entire thing. So I'm like, you know, I might as well just you know lead with it and have it be the obvious one. But that I, is Footloose from 1983.
0: I I never saw it. Is it about uh, a town that doesn't allow dancing and then this? Cur-
2: Mm-hmm. That is the entire plot. They're, they're, this is a town that you know, has band dancing in all forms, and then this kid comes into town to shake up the system, etc., etc. And so he, yeah. <laughs> what a rebel! Oh yeah, but uh, it, it's become an iconic film to the point where there is a Broadway version of the of the movie and a remake. Say- I've never
1: seen the movie, but when I went to New York in high school, I thought on Broadway.
2: Yeah, yeah, and uh, there was a remake in 2011 that, uh, that uh, nobody remembers, so it's not even worth mentioning. But that was one of the movies that put Mr. Bacon on the map. So, Eric, one, Floyd, nothing. We go to number two on the list, please. Perfection,
1: a scorched outpost in the middle of nowhere.
2: You know how close I am to leaving this place right now?
1: How close?
2: Maybe that's why Val and Earl oh, yeah. oh, decided to... Go ahead, Eric. T- critters. No, but you're on the right track. That wasn't the name we're looking for. Keep going. I stopped playing. Oh,
0: wait, uh, Floyd, do you know... Floyd!
2: I'll guess. Go, go ahead, Floyd. Tremors. Yeah. That's Tremors. Oh. Yeah, not Critters. Damn it. Crit- <laughs> critters was a different 80s... Uh, uh, um creature feature, although Tremors wasn't quite 80s, it was actually 1990. But, uh, Tremors, which, the the universe hates this, it's the only reason I can fathom, is that after all those years they made a pilot for the sci-fi channel with Kevin Bacon starring and reprising his role, and I was like so excited about the idea, and we only found out about it when they decided not to pick it up. So, the universe oh. hates this, that they yes. were going to make a Tremors TV series, and it didn't happen. So, but... Eric one. Floyd one. As hey, so we go to number three on the list, please.
1: Give me a go no go for launch. You know that Easter vacation trip Floyd. we had planned. For ahead, Floyd. Show?
2: Apollo thirteen. That is Apollo thirteen. Very well done. He played the third astronaut in the pod along with Tom Hanks and uh gosh. That's terrible. Why Bill Paxton? Why did it take me so long to remember his name, unfortunately? Rest in peace, <laughs> Mr. Paxton. But uh is that that too? Was-
0: yeah. Huh? Yeah. Last last year or two years ago,
2: yeah, he pa- he passed away just a few yeah a few years back, and it, and when you look back at his career, that was a remarkable swath of a lot of different things that people remember vividly, and he was just great in all of them. I mean, I mean, a lot of people remember uh, just for his performance in uh, Aliens. It's game over, man, game over. But uh, but otherwise, he just had so much great great stuff throughout his entire career so all right but floyd's getting off of the bill paxton train and back onto the bacon train we have floyd with uh two you're doing better than you probably would have thought eric with one hold your breath number four on the list please eric floyd go ahead friday the 13th that is Friday the Thirteenth, the first one from 1980, uh, and Mr. Bacon has one of the most iconic kills in the entire franchise. He's laying on a bed, a hand comes up from underneath the bed, and then shoves an arrow through his throat. So, oh. but uh, he was one of the one of the most iconic deaths of the very first Friday the Thirteenth movie. So very well done, Eric. You nicely, nicely accomplished. So, Eric two, Floyd two. Number five on the list, please.
0: A new species is
2: being born. Eric. Go ahead. Me. X-Men digest. First Class. Very well done, Eric. Nicely done. I I wondered if anybody would get that one because the trailer doesn't offer a heck of a lot of details. Good but movie. But that was X-Men First Class where he played the main villain in that movie. In the oh, X-Men. he did. I was like, I'm like going through my role in x He was not in the X-Men franchise. I forgot. we yeah. hated
1: him.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but he was—he was basically like you know the main lead villain of the reboot-ish uh, part of the series and so forth. So it you was, know, but it was a—it uh, was a very good movie, and he was a very good part of it. And Eric is now up three to two as we go to number six on the list,
0: please. Ever put your life in another Eric, man's hands? Yeah, man. him.
2: To oh put- dear lord. <laughs> Were you waiting on that one? Were you waiting to pounce like a cat looking for the mouse, Eric? Because, geez, that didn't take long at all.
0: I thought of it because of the Apollo 13 one, and it made me think that no one has pulled off a flat-top haircut in the 80s and 90s better than Kevin Bacon. (laughs)
2: That's a fair enough assessment. But he was the opposing uh, prosecuting attorney in A Few Good Men, which, uh, you know, and all things considered, that was a very powerhouse cast when Kevin Bacon doesn't even make the poster. But it was uh, Jack Nicholson, Tom Cruise and Demi Moore all in the leads of that movie. And it was a very well acted and very, very good movie from director. Uh, Rob Reiner, uh, whose career has been monumentally filled with really great flicks. So, all right. But even though Eric has already won, I want to throw out a bone to this last one. And see if Floyd can get make get it to four to three. Number seven, please.
1: During holiday travel, some people get delirious. Some get delayed. And some get <laughs> Dell <Dough> Griffin. <laughs> American Light
2: and Fixture, Director of Sales. It's Floyd Floyd!
1: I don't even know. Is that National Lampoon something?
2: No, no, it's oh. not. Oh. My family. I don't know. That don't is know that, Planes, that? Trains, oh, okay. and Automobiles, which is the 1987 movie with Steve Martin and John Candy and the Kevin Bacon connection is he is the guy who steals... Um, Steve Martin's cab and forces uh, both Martin and Candy to travel all together the entire rest of the way across the country. So, But, but it is a classic th- Thanksgiving movie. You don't really get many Thanksgiving movies and that is a classic one, so if you've never seen that one, definitely worth checking out. But congratulations, Eric. Your Kevin Bacon knowledge was indeed enough to suffice. Very well done. I was waiting so. for Flatliners. I never went for flatliners because I figured nobody would remember flatliners. Thank you for for me. I love me wrong. that movie. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you look at his, you look at his credits, and there's a ton of stuff that you know w- you know gets talked about at the time, and then just kind of fades into memory, unfortunately. But he's been you know very consistent part of pop culture for again over four decades now. So go figure. The the bacon has never quite gone away, as we all know. In the grand scheme of things, you can never have too much bacon. So. <laughs> Now, uh, let's get into some new stuff to watch streaming that I want to throw out there while we're thinking about this. Um, On Netflix, uh, anybody is an Eric Andre fan in this room? Who? Comedian. He uh, hosted a, a talk show on Adult Swim and a few other things, and he has a new stand-up special entitled Legalize Everything, which is available on mm-hmm. Netflix if you want to check that out. I also want to give a shout-out to a movie called The Queen, which was made in 2006, and it stars Aww. Helen Mirren as Queen Elizabeth, and it was an excellent, excellent uh, bio-slash-behind-the-scenes so pick of uh, the days after Princess Diana's uh, death, and it just basically is an intense look at Queen Elizabeth and how the British pub- public and their government responded to, Queen- to uh, Princess Diana's death. And Helen Mirren was excellent in it and uh, won the Academy Award, actually, for playing Queen-, Queen Elizabeth. So it is very well worth checking out. Another one worth checking out is a, is a movie called Zodiac from 2009, which is a David Fincher movie about, yes, the Zodiac killer. And it's about really about the, the summer of paranoia. Uh, surrounding that to- that uh, whole time. And, you know, the Zodiac is part of it, but it- but it's not nearly as important as the people that had to deal with it. So it's a very, very seeing movie, and it's worth checking out. One that's a- definitely on the sillier side, but I thoroughly enjoyed it, it's a movie called Killing Gunther from 2017. Have you heard of this one? It's about I've a group- heard of it. It's about a group of uh, assassins who come together to try and track down and take out a legendary assassin by the name of Gunther, and Gunther, I almost, because he doesn't show up till late in the movie, I almost wish that the movie hadn't uh, spoiled who he was, but Gunther is played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, and, it is, and it's hilarious how he's just sending up every single one of his iconic characters in this role. And he's just having a ball playing this guy. And it, it is a very fun movie. I would definitely, worth, definitely worth checking out. If you haven't seen it, it is on Netflix now on Amazon prime. A few new things to point out. Um, there's an alligator movie that came out last year called crawl. Does anybody remember this at all? It was a, oh, it's
1: the, it was in the water.
2: Yep. Yeah, it was in, in a yeah. in a town where it, that got flooded thanks to a hurricane, mm-hmm. and this woman is trapped in her house with a bunch of alligators. And it got actually very good reviews and just kind of opened and closed, and everybody forgot about it, but it is on Amazon Prime if you want to check that out. And if you want a shot of nostalgia for us kids who grew up in the 70s and 80s that remember this kind of stuff, Wacky Races Season 1 is now available on Amazon Prime. It's if you don't know what this sniffing. is... Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, I, 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 Snidely Whiplash maybe was his name. That's his but, name. Yeah, but, the uh, job but <laughs> yep. And uh, this is a basically a big thing where a lot of the characters from uh, Hanna Barbera's cartoons literally race, and that's the show. And but it is as ridiculous as you would want it to be. And I want to give another shout out. I mentioned it last week, but I want to give another shout out to Knives Out because I saw it uh, this week, and it is very, very good. A very fun whodunit with. <laughs> A a character in at the center in the uh, main detective played by Daniel Craig that if they wanted to they could easily spin him off to his own series of uh, new stories and so forth so if you have not seen it I highly recommend checking that one out on Hulu, there's a lot of stuff. Actually, this was a big month for Hulu getting new stuff in, and I want to point out uh, *Thelma and Louise*. Do you remember that one from 1991, which was like one of the first feminist road pictures, uh, starring G- Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon, and uh, it is available on Hulu. And here's reaching back *My Girl*. Do you remember that one from ni- from 1992, oh, which was I a do. young adult a young adult movie with a uh, just breaking out Macaulay Culkin he had just had Home Alone and this was his first movie uh, after that and he played a supporting role and spoiler alert his character dies in this one. The worst death
1: (laughs) in any cinematic movie moment
2: (laughs) Do you remember the cause of said death? Oh I do yeah, got stung to death by a bazillion bees. <laughs> so, but that, but it ended up being you know, it ended up being a, a big hit on the on the back of him being in it, and it was actually a very a good movie. So if you want to check that one out, another very good movie from 1990 called Awakenings, which was with Robin Williams and um, Robert De Niro. Uh, Williams playing a doctor, and William uh, 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 Williams playing a doctor, and De Niro playing a patient who is basically in a catatonic state and uh, Williams discovers the correct balance of a drug to bring him out of it, and so it's really about reconnecting to a world after you've been disconnected from it for 40 years, basically, and it's a very, very good movie based on a true story, definitely worth checking out. And another silly one that I have a lot of nostalgia for is Dragonheart, which is the uh, Dennis Quaid movie as a knight and Sean Connery as a talking dragon from 1996. It is one of the goofiest movies you've ever seen, but it's a very fun Goofy, so if you've never seen it, uh, you can check that out. And for a n- more 80s and 70s nostalgia available on Disney+, Plus, Schoolhouse Rock has joined the Disney Plus canon. Does anybody remember Di- School- Schoolhouse Rock in this house? Yes.
1: As your body Isn't goes it? bigger, your mind goes flowers. It's
2: great, it's <laughs> flowers, <it's> flowers. <laughs> Very You're welcome. Well done. <laughs> now, the entire rest of it will be stuck in our head for the rest of our day. <laughs> wow. uh, but And oh, oh, here's a weird one a show called Muppet Baby's Playdate, which is a spin off of the remake of Muppet Babies that they did uh, where uh, live-action Muppets interact with real kids. So oh, <laughs> so it's, it, weird. It's, an, it's it's an interesting idea, but it's now up on Disney+. As mentioned, by the way, prior uh, on Video On Demand, the movie is called You Should Have Left, which is the Kevin Bacon Haunted House movie. If you want to check that out, that is available on Video On Demand, as is... Sniper Assassin's End. Does anybody want to take a wild guess as to how many Sniper movies there are? This was the Tom Berenger starring franchise that started in 1992, and they've been consistently making straight-to-video sequels ever since. And can you guess how many there are? Seven. Seven. All right. It is actually you're both one-off. It is Eight. This is the eighth oh. in this series, and according to the title, it's the last one. So, if you want to ke- to jump on that sniper gravy train before it pulls out of the station, now is the time. But s- the eighth sniper movie is available on demand. So,
0: um, I'm going to have to pass on that one.
2: It's probably a wise idea. So- <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm
0: on. Uh, you know, I, I'm on my. It's dark week for me, so I, I have all my eyes focused on that and. Not that I'll get you guys into it by any means, and I'm sorry for overloading social feeds with stuff about it, but it's very odd. It's coming out on an important date in the show's history, which means it gets a Saturday release on Netflix, which is very uh, very bizarre for it. Gotcha, gotcha. Usually things come out Fridays. Um, Jeff, enjoy your PlayStation 5 beta machine that you have. <laughs> Unlikely, but thank you. All <laughs> right, Jeff, we'll, come, we'll talk during the week. When we're off next week.
2: Alright, cool, cool. Then I will talk to y'all in two weeks then.
0: Thanks, Jack. Yeah. Yep. Have a good one. Um, Floyd, as we wrap up here. Uh, Star Wars Rebels, are you you're did you get to the end of the mall stuff yet? Uh, hey, oh my Ezra. god, that's
1: bastard. Hey Ezra, so- you
0: wanna you wanna touch my lightsaber? The whole time I knew it was gonna happen, but the whole
1: time I was like, He's good. Oh, I've always liked you, Darth Maul. And I don't know like, no. And then he was like, <laughs> Me. and then like of course he was like you mean my apprentice? I was like, "Where did this voice come from? Why did you go from reverse puberty? What happened, dude?" But um I don't know how that, he the,
0: got he got made whole again because wasn't he cut in half at Phantom Menace?
1: Yes, but I don't know. I don't remember. Oh god, so long. Can, Star Wars Rebels would have made a really good movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, it really would have. Like I'm like looking at it. Oh. Ezra, Kanan got me crying. Hera, I feel like I know these people
0: personally. Yeah, they're a Um, fun crew, aren't they?
1: I'm loving Kallus, the um, lieutenant on the dark side, on the Imperials. Like I just love his character.
0: So uh, a a famous black actor is the voice actor for him. Is he really? David Oyelowo. Uh, Did I say that right? I think he plays MLK in Selma. Let me double check.
1: Oh, and he's British in real life, so that's why he sounds very distinguished.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I love the evolution of that character in the show.
1: Mm-hmm. Like when him and Zeb got caught in the on the ice planet. Yeah, yeah, and he, he, he like kind of showed his heart a little bit. I go, yep. I cannot be falling for you. You are not a real person. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. So um, like I said, I'm doing a half a day today, um, because my like I said, I fell off stage um (laughs) you know we can laugh about it now but listen i am not a small person and when that step moved from under my foot you literally (laughs) heard you literally heard it it was because someone even told me they're like did you hear the audience when you fell i go yeah it's like they took all the air off the the oxygen off the air they were like oh i was like yeah so um but yeah um i'm gonna I don't have anything to do today. So I may wrap up season 3 because I think season 4 is the final season, but I don't want to finish it because then I have nothing to look forward to.
0: Well, I'm going to go back. I'm I'm rewatching Dark now, but I'm definitely going to watch at least the last two seasons of Clones, which people say are really good and it marries a lot of ah. it together. Wasn't you 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 got ahead of me uh or ahead of you you zoomed ahead. Wasn't the Vader episode at the end of season 2 incredible? Listen,
1: he is always daddy and like if you guys are listening and don't watch Rebels, step away. When Osaka, yeah, sliced his helmet in half and yeah. revealed Anakin's face, let me tell you. You know me. I I love Anakin Skywalker. I love the Darth Vader storyline. He's my favorite character of any cinematic movie franchise throughout history. Like he's tattooed on me for life. I got a nerd boner. Like I watched that scene. Like. I rewinded it 30 times. Like when like she jumps in the air and like you hear zoom yep. and he goes, Ahsoka. And she's like, Anakin. And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> like I had my, literally had like my hot pocket next to me. And I was like, Oh my God, this is so good right now. But yeah. I like that the show, like, and I hate like, so I love that the shows are 23 minutes, but I also hate because when they're over, I want more.
0: I go back and I rewatched a couple of them. I don't, Wait, season. so did you get to the part where they start to introduce the, some of the Mandalorian stuff? I think you did. Yes. Um, like, kept I, f- I forget all the names and they all look the same with different color outfits, but yeah. I really appreciated that, that backstory and it's at that point where I'm like, yeah, they should have let this guy oversee the movies, but he will oversee stuff moving forward. So that's great news.
1: Yeah, so I'm excited. So I'm like, Got to bust out these three hours of work and probably. Is it supposed to rain today? It is very yeah. gloomy for the all time it
0: is all day. So that could mean that a lot of people will be at the mall. Um, I will. Uh, I'll catch you up with you later. Do some. Remember, do some rice. Do some rice. Rice. Ra-
1: Wait, no. Hold on. Rest. Ice. Compression. Elevate.
0: Yep. 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 Yep.
1: I learned something today. Guess what? Bye. <laughs> Bye.